morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of the Introvert Supercast. We're here today with the lovely Beatbox Ton. Hey, howdy, hey. And I'm the host at DD Mega Doo <laughs> No. I'm DD Mega Doo <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was yawning uh, before and stretching before, but I was just trying to be, trying to keep it uh, kind of uh, secretive, you know, because you always call me out on it. <laughs> but uh, what's up, Ton? Nothing much. Guess what I did last night? Well, oh. you know what I did last night. Oh, yeah. Yes. You're building your Legos. Yes. So um, two weeks ago, you had got me. Day. <laughs> you got me the um, Birds of Paradise. And some or, roses. Is it bird or birds? Yeah, but the main attraction was the Bird of Paradise Lego set. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, you got me some roses, some flowers, some flowers and, and tulips. tulips. These um, are all Lego. No, no real all ones. All Legos. And so I... I've been eyeing it, and I was like, let me start it, and I'm like, no, I got to do this, I got to do I, that. I, 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 Where'd that come from? You were eyeing it. Oh, okay, okay. That was really delayed. <laughs> I, I. I remember that one kid when I was streaming, I, I. <laughs> Did I see it? No, but it was Oh, I was like, was I don't terrible. remember that. <laughs> I don't know why it popped in my head. <laughs> well, so um, last night, I was like, you know, I'm just going to start it. If I just get, you know, a bag done. You know, kind of like this this uh, question done mark done. block that's just sitting here. <laughs> yeah. Un- <laughs> yeah. So it took me an hour for the first bag. And I know with my old eyes trying to like read the manual and then put the Legos together, mm. it, it's just uh, a hassle. And then so after I get through the first bag, Tito walks in and is like, well, why don't you download the app on your on your iPad? And then you have to download an app. You don't have to, but I oh. go, oh, I never really, at the beginning it has the um, QR code mm-hmm, and I don't really read it. I just go to step one and get started. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man, I downloaded the app. You could zoom in, you could do all this, you could see it better. And it just, it made life so much easier. I was so like, did, Speedy Gonzalez. Does it fix the, uh, the colors? Because. Yes. Okay. Cause some of those you're like, is that? Yeah. Gray? For what the most that? part, yes. Okay. There was one that I was like, is that gray or black? But yeah. other than that, I was zipping through things and I stopped organizing the Legos because I know they're already in bags, but Gusso was so frustrated when we were doing the question mark block because you were like, why are you organizing them when they're already in a bag? And I'm like, because it just makes like life easier just to grab them like that. Mm. Um, but I didn't do that. And, you know, it, it made things um, a little faster. Still took <laughs> almost an hour but just not quite an hour you know yeah um so i'm getting to the last set of bags like i'm on four and i know there's five but five is going to be like the little rocks that go in there so it's just pretty much yeah like dumping it in there uh so i don't really count that so i'm on the last stage of it like it's a game Mm. last steps (laughs) yeah last bags and it looks so nice yeah it it does look cool and I knew it was going to look good from looking at the picture on the box. But then when you build it and stuff, it looks even cooler in person. Yeah. But I don't know if it's because I made it and I feel more accomplished. And I know what parts like kind of come together when you make it. Like there's like little panels off on the side that kind of make the vase. Mm-hmm. And you're like, whoa, they could have stopped here and I would have been happy. But they went the extra mile to make mm-hmm. things look curved and pretty. And you're like, that was so good. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I'm glad because uh, most uh, people that got their flowers 
They're all dead. Ha <laughs> ha, suckers. And you probably spent as much as I did. Right? I would think. Yeah. Or well, close to. I think you probably spent more, but they'll last longer. Yeah. But so thank you. And I'm just, this is the thing. Mm. Whenever I build Legos, I'm kind of like, okay, you kind of want to hurry and get it done, right? Yep. But you're enjoying it so much. And then when you do it, you're like, oh, this is so rewarding to look at it after the fact. But I guess I don't know if it's because I'm a crafter that once I'm done with something, I kind of miss the process that led up to that. And I'm like, well, there's no way I would take it apart and do it again. <laughs> but it's one of those things where like, oh, I want to do another one now, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. No, that's cool. That's cool. I mean, we still have that uh, question mark well, block just sitting there. <laughs> I would totally do it, but I thought you wanted to stream that. I know. But I'd get, I have to get the cameras all set up, and it's such a pain. Well, let me know when, because what I could do is download the app, mm -hmm. and then we won't. I won't sort it. I won't get you mad by sorting <laughs> it, and we won't take turns the way we did before. I think what yeah. we can do is kind of like... You could knock it out. I know, but it's not fun when... You know, like there's just one person building and everyone's kind of watching. I mean, it's fun, but it's just like there's something. It's more of a kinetic thing where you're building it in, in contributing more than just handing pieces over. Yeah. So maybe we can come up with a way. Because I know Zion would want to build, build it too. I yeah. could give you both pieces and have you guys do it. Well, you guys could do it. I could just, I could narrate and be like, all right, the hand <laughs> wrapped the four the, the cube with the four little circles on it. Uh, I don't know how. We can do it. You guys can build it. I can, I'm good at, at getting the pieces together. You think they have names for each piece the way Tetris have? They have numbers. Well, you know, you Tetris mean, has like names for the pieces. I forgot about that. Yeah. What are they named? I don't know. I, I think I remember seeing that, but I don't remember. You're the Tetris nut. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, I'm sure they do. They have to have it in their inventory somehow, but I wonder what that looks like. Yeah, I don't know. I'll look at the Legos <laughs> site. But, and you, what have you been up to? Well, I have some bad news. What? My Steam Deck hasn't shipped yet. Oh. So I'm kind of bummed. No, it was me. Uh, so I ordered it, Jason ordered it, Gamesta ordered it, and Regami ordered it. Those are the four people that I know that have pre-ordered it. And uh, we all kind of pre-ordered it around the same time. Like I, it was announced, and they uh, they were like pre-orders are available now. And then I was like, I think I'm gonna get one. So I got home, and I ordered it. And then Games was like, got it. Ray Gami's like, got it. Jason, I think Jason was maybe one of the last ones to order it. I'm not sure, but uh, it came out on the 25th. So 25th, yeah. We were all, right. all like. Okay, where's the, where's the email? Where's the email? Because they're supposed to email you telling you they're going to hit your car. And you're like, okay, go for it. Hit it. And uh, so we're hoping that many people put their card in there <laughs> and didn't have the funds or maybe canceled mm -hmm. or buyer's yeah. remorse, you know. Um, and no, I still, I, I checked my emails and I'm like, I did have a Steam email. I got excited, but that's because we purchased Elden Ring. Uh, for our son. Mm -hmm. So we bought it from Steam. And I was like, oh, is this it? This is it. Oh, no, that's not it. That's just a confirmation email. <laughs> yeah. That he accepted the gift. <laughs> so I'm really, really, really uh, eager to, even though uh, 
I've been watching so many reviews. Mm-hmm. I'm, if there's anyone reviewing a Steam Deck, I want to hear their opinion so I can get, you know, everyone's opinion on it and then kind of make my own, you know, conclusion to what this product is or how complete it is because it's, it's kind of buggy right now. Yeah. But I'm completely fine with it. I'm, I'm fine. Um, this is, it's su- such an amazing piece of hardware because all these consoles and handhelds that we have, they're all locked. Where the Game Boy, the Vita, the Switch, it, it only does this, you know, mm-hmm. like this one thing that it does and you can't really tweak any part of it. You know, they, they lock it down so you can't do that. And with this Steam Deck, it's like almost like having an Android phone. Mm-hmm. So you can actually go in and you're like, whoa, I'm actually, I could look at the frame rate of my games, which is pretty damn awesome. Imagine if, if companies allowed you, to, allowed you to, to do that. Like, I know they don't want you to do that because then if you're really comparing uh, a Switch handheld to like another handheld or a console and you're like, look, the Switch is only pushing 25 right. frames per minute or it dips down to 13 frames or whatever the case is or a console if you're like man this is running like trash right so once you start modifying and adding things then it can kind of slow that down uh well just the, the way the game is optimized or mm-hmm. isn't optimized mm. for the hardware but um valve they're just like we don't care and it's cool because you can tell that valve it, it just feels authentic like they're doing it and look, it's a win-win for, for Valve because if they sell a ton of these things, guess where you purchase the games? On yep. Steam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and Steam is their company. So it's like, you mean I could buy more games from you? This is wonderful. <laughs> you know, so oh, yeah. it's like buying a Switch and then giving Nintendo all their money because you're buying all the Nintendo games. But this one's even greater because like everyone knows the place to buy games is Steam. So it's like, give me a handheld. and This is like giving a crackhead, like, supply of heroin. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I I wonder if they're going to, because you know they have crazy Steam sales. Yes. Do you think that they'll, I'm sure they'll continue that, but do you think that they might minimize that a little bit now? Or No, Steam is, Steam is I always wouldn't been think so legit. Either. The only thing that's unfortunate uh, with Steam is the cut that they give the developers. Yeah. And what they get. Because yeah. I get it. I get it. it. Endgame is, this is a business. We got to keep the lights on. We all got to l- have our private jets, have our islands where, oh, we, gosh. where we live. I get it. It's in the end of the day, it's a business. But uh, it would just be nice for developers to make a little bit more money. Um, you know, just because uh, the struggle, struggle is so real mm-hmm. uh, for game developers. Um, no. So that is, um, that's a bummer. Hopefully, I have some news on that, so I'll, I'll fill you guys in on the news on the Steam Deck. Yeah. Um, I just cannot wait to get my hands on it. I mean, there's worse news going on around. Oh, I know. Like, <laughs> and, and we're not, this is a video game yeah. podcast. But man, our hearts go out to, yes. to everyone that's out there, uh, you know, Ukraine. And, and, you know, I was thinking about, Imagine, imagine the Russian soldiers that don't want to do this. I know. You know what I, I know, mean? And there like, are, I, I mean, from what we're reading, that there are people that are just like. When they protest, 
they're getting arrested and it's just like it's just so it's sad um it's it's horrifying in this day and age there should always be diplomacy like we should never have to like have open arms like like war is just I mean, I can't even, I can't even express, you know, how, how I feel about like, war should never, never, never be an option. Like, mm. it's it's so horrific. Like, it's like I saw a joke about like uh, aliens traveling, you know, to Earth to spec it out, and go. They went back to their planet, and they were like, "Hey, are they a threat?" You know, the aliens are talking amongst themselves, like, "No, no, they're not a threat. Do they have nuclear weapons? Yes, they do. Except they're pointed at each other." It's mm-hmm. like, that's how stupid and barbaric we are. We're looking to kill ourselves. Like, it's just, it makes no sense whatsoever. Well, it's crazy that you said that because, you know, what our legal system teaches is that it's never okay. No matter how mad you are, no matter if things aren't going your way, you don't, you know, take out the other person. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So then why are we doing that as a country? You know, it's... I mean, not we, but, you know, the countries in general. So, I don't know. I just, I think it's an awful thing. I think that there's always a way to resolve things. I just don't know, you know, I'm I'm no professional on that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's just a really sad thing to think about what everybody's going through. I know. And, then, and just where my mind goes with that, where I'm like, you know, when they're quick to act on war. Yes. Where I'm like, well, why don't. Why don't we you do this? All those people in charge of that, all the politicians and whatever generals, why don't they put their kids put their kids in there and then decide, do you really want to go to war now that it's your kids and right. not just some pawns? Like, you know, maybe you'll see it differently. Uh-huh. And say, hey, you know what, maybe we can talk about it when it's your kids. You know, not not just people that you see possibly disposable, you know. It's so it's, it just angers me. It just it just angers me. Like, yeah. But, but. You have to res- respect the, and I don't want to get into too much on this, but you have to respect the Ukrainian president who's like, they, I think it was the U.S. or, or and I'm going to butcher that a little bit because there's been so much coming out on the news, but um, they kind of were trying to get him out of there. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not leaving. I'm staying. These are my people. They're here. I'm here. Yeah, there's actually a, there's a there's a really badass boxer. I think he just beat up Anthony oh, Joshua. Mm-hmm. He just uh, he just beat UFC, it. right? No, 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 no. Oh, I um, thought I read a UFC. F- no, this was a boxer, boxer, and he just beat the hell out of uh, Joshua Anthony Joshua. And he's like, he's like, I'm going, I'm going to go back and I'm going to go defend my country. And I'm like, like, ugh, like mm-hmm. you just your heart goes out somewhere. You're like, I get it. You know, you want to fight for what you believe is is right and you know and uh it's just uh so hopefully there's peace hopefully there's peace now and we just haven't heard mm-hmm. but um our heart and prayers go out to everyone everyone there man but um what were we talking about <laughs> the steam deck yeah so that hasn't uh come out yet um it has come out yet we just haven't yeah, gotten we just, it yet yeah, we haven't gotten that yet. And I know, Ton, how do you feel about this pokey? I don't do these events anymore. These com- what are the community? Isn't that supposed to be what are you playing? Well, but there's an event going on right now. What is it right now? There's a, 
a Pokemon community thing. So do you regret doing it right oh, now? Oh, it's not going on anymore. Oh, I thought it was for two days, Saturday and Sunday. I don't know. Is it? I thought Does that it mean was. my day is going to be? Well, yeah, because you could talk about. Um, well, know. we'll just talk about it now if you want. Instead um, of what are you playing? It's up to you. Well, anything else happened this week? Um, I don't think so. I mean, yeah. unfortunately, yeah, war happened. And um, other than that, I know that the Elden Rings, Elden Rings came out. Mm-hmm. Um, Something else came out. Well, Horizon, oh, Horizon, Horizon came out was on last Tuesday. week. Was it was Tuesday? Was it this week? <laughs> <laughs> I I, yeah, because I had it. I, I thought it was last week. Didn't you play that last week? I could tell I you right now. Yeah, I, it was last week. Wow. And then, and then the Steam Deck came out. This week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. So something like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that's all that pretty much happened for the week. I know it feels like so much more, but that was it. Yeah. So let's go into let's go into a uh, roundtable. Let's do that real quick. Okay. All right, Ton. Elden Ring came out. Did it really? Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so this is from Software's game, and they, these games have this gigantic cult following, um, where everyone loves them. If you don't love them, you're just not hip. You're not part of the of the of the cool cats, right? Is that how it works? Mm-hmm. So this game on Metacritic, I think it's the highest rated game on Metacritic. I think I already know where you're going with this. <laughs> it's got <laughs> a 97 on Metacritic. Yeah. I think I counted like 28 perfect, perfect scores. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you first, I have is a lot perfect? of questions. I already are, know are where there, you're going. Is there such thing as a perfect game? I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> do you know? Do you, do you know a perfect person? No, but I think, and you know what's crazy? I don't know if Ray was saying this, or I think Ray had to have said this. I was thinking we I came up with it, about but this. that uh, a perfect or a, a, like a ten or a hundred, oh, whatever, yeah. <laughs> it's different to everybody else. Like it's different from one person to the other. So these metrics are kind of like flawed. In yeah. a sense, because there's no, they're opinionated. And I, I, I mean, yeah, I think he was saying like a hundred could mean perfect. A hundred could mean, damn, that was amazing kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so I guess it just really depends on what a hundred is or, I've, you know, perfect score is to you. I've actually done doo-doos and I, I'd look at it and go, that's a perfect 10. You know what I mean? No, so a 10 I is don't. <laughs> I don't. I no. I'm sure you many could, knows. I'm sure you could rate. <laughs> oh my God. There was a website called Rate My Poo. Yes, you always send me pictures. I'm like, I don't want to see this. <laughs> but what is a ten? Is that a swirl? <laughs> I mean, it could be a ten to that person. Like, hey, damn, that was the best I've done. You know what I mean? Or, huh? I didn't have to wipe. That's a right. ten. <laughs> I mean, this sounds ridiculous, but seriously. That's, that's like a really good analogy. But you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And are there any perfect games? Are there? Look, my opinion. Yes. I thought about, yeah, there was games running through my head when, when yeah, we were too. all debating this on our Discord. Uh, we were debating this and I thought, 
a perfect game is Super Mario World. Because okay, that's a good one. No, like bugs, game breaking bugs that I I ever recall. The but then music is it perfect if there's a slight bug, even if it's not game breaking. Like you know what I mean. Someone else could be like, it doesn't matter though. You know, I didn't yeah. like the way that water looked. But the music was amazing. The controls right. were amazing. You know, graphics were amazing. Like everything about that game, the the puzzles in it, and the secrets, and it was just so perfect. Mm-hmm. That I think would be a perfect game. If I had to pick a perfect game. <laughs> you think you know what I'm going to say? No, I don't. Actually, I really don't. I I, I really would think Tearaway to me. Okay, it's so, perfect to me. Okay. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm always wanting to go back to it. It it. Yeah, and you're not looking for like the technicality of the puzzles in Mario. Yeah, and you just but, want that experience. But somebody just, might be. Somebody might be like, well, why'd you give that perfect? I want it to be more challenging. I want it to be this. I want it to be that. That's why. That's where it gets. It, that's why I like that you can kind of go through all the reviews and kind of find someone that you're like, okay, we're kind of aligned here, like with our opinions on games. What did they give it? And that's what I do like about Metacritic that you can do that. Um, but there were like a lot of names that I haven't even heard. I've well, been I've, I've been out of that industry for a long time, so there are a lot of names that I'm like, who's that site? We'll, we'll check who's this out. Tearaway got an 81. Yeah, same. So for it's not you, for everybody. Yeah. Well, so what did Animal Crossing get? <laughs> it probably got like a 90 yeah. something. But so let me ask you though: are are there games that deserve a hundred, or are you like no? The highest you're going to get is a 95 or a 90 because nothing is. Um, I don't think anything should really get a hundred because of how different everybody sees what perfect is. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, something in the between 95, 97, that means it's, it's, you know, uh, perfect for me, you know, or yeah. perfect for the majority. Yeah. But as far as a hundred of set a hundred, it's kind of. I don't know. Should should reviews have numbers, scores? I don't like the numbers. Wasn't it, was Bayonetta the one that got a perfect 100? One of them got Who? a perfect 100. Who? Not Bayonetta, right? There no, was one no. back in the day and we were just like, huh? I don't think any games ever gotten perfect 100s all around. I thought there was one. This is the closest. It's a 97. Okay. Um, but... And, and I get it. I get it. Look, this is the way Metacritic works. And every you guys probably know this. A yeah. bunch of these no-name sites. I don't, I don't know. Who, okay, the first 100, 100, 100. Like, okay, I don't know who any of these. I don't know who any of these sites are. I didn't either. I was looking through that. And, um, yeah, so a lot of these are just like, hey, I got my review out. Come click my website and give me yes. my clicks, you know. And then on the other end of the spectrum... Are the ones that are like, hey, I'm giving this a 30. Come oh. click on my website. <laughs> I was going to bring that up, actually, so I'm glad you did. Um, you'll have somebody who will give it like this really low, low score. And, you know, vice versa. Something might be a really bad game and someone will give it 100. And um, that, or a really high score. That's only so that way, you know, it's clickbaity. So that way you could go in there and be like, well, why did they do that? And... I don't understand how those kind of companies can remain on a site like that because of their credibility. But yeah. I mean, because it's opinionated, they could say, well, yeah. no, my so, opinion backs yeah. it up and that's my opinion. 
Yeah, and I I do like like I I love I uh, Jeff Gerstmann from mm-hmm. Giant Bomb, mm-hmm. uh, and he has a review here, but what there's is- no score. Yeah, he just talks about it. Yep. So I'll go with like what what Jason Schreier. I, I like what Jason Schreier says, um, and I like what Jeff Gerstmann. You know, this is what you do. You find either the publications or the the personal people that align mm-hmm. with your kind of uh, game patterns or likes and dislikes. And you kind of follow them if you're like, you know what, I can't get it this week, but should I get it? Let me go to Brad Shoemaker and see what mm-hmm. he says about it. And you go, yep, Brad Shoemaker said to get it. I'm going to get it. Or I think even this Metacritic, I think it's it's so antiquated that people now just go to YouTube. Oh, yeah, right. And I was actually going to say that people on YouTube do that. It's it's so funny. You're, um, you're bringing things I'm, up as I'm thinking it. about I'm it, brilliant. too. brilliant. I'm a genius. Say it. I'm starting to think that you can read my mind. Um <laughs> But I think the reason why numbers are, are beneficial for people is because a lot of people are so impatient and they don't have time to read. They don't have time to listen to something. They'll skip through it. They'll scroll. So you're saying lazy. Exactly. And they're like, well, just give me the number. What's the number? Okay, cool. Which is silly because there could be something on there that's very useful for you because say if they're like... Hey, I really love this game, but like, let's just go with Tearaway. I really love this game. It's amazing. It, it's not really challenging, but it's very enjoyable. Um, if you're up for a challenge, then this might not be the game for you. You know, if you're, you want Elden Rolls, like you want, you know, you're just ready to throw your controller or even the TV. Um, then somebody who just saw the number and there's an aspect that's important to them, they just missed it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so if I gave you this number, 36, 24, 36. I would think you're you're going to sing Brick House. <laughs> <laughs> but you got the visual. In your mind, you saw one. Is that what you were doing? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Is that so, the numbers on yeah, Brick they, House? Yeah, I looked it up. But so maybe, <laughs> maybe numbers are oh a thing. Oh my gosh, that's so hilarious. See? So may, maybe there there's a thing to numbers. Oh man, that was so funny. I didn't say uh, shaped like an hourglass. No, I said <laughs> the numbers, and you automatically were like, well, you, "Oh, that's a brick house." I <laughs> and I couldn't remember the numbers on brick house, but I was like, at first I was thinking like hut hut, you know, and then yeah. I was like, no, I would think brick house. Yeah. Heck yeah! So oh, that was so good. <laughs> so. My question now is, uh, these games, they do have like a cult following, right? They have a cult following. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I was talking to GameStop about this. Like, I don't enjoy playing these games. Mm-hmm. I play them because, to be upfront with you guys, this, these are like, back in the day, we used to play like Mega Mans. We'd beat Mega Mans in one sitting, and we'd play yeah. all these games in one sitting because There was no saves. <laughs> yeah, you just had to beat it in yeah. one sitting. So, like Ninja Gaiden and all these mm-hmm. games, you're like, I have to just... You, you were good. You had to be good. I've been there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, nowadays you have all these, uh, you know, sp- respawns. Spons, and, yeah. Oh, you know, friendly fire is not even a thing. Um, so it's like things are different now. Yeah. So people, when they play these games, they're like, oh, man, look how good I am at these video games. I beat it. And I've seen people saying, I platinumed three versions of it. I platinumed the American, the PAL, and the Japanese version. And they're just... They're just flexing, you know, and it's like to um, each his own. I'm like, um, 
Platinum mini game because you have fun with it and this and that, but just a flex is so annoying. Well, there are some people that are like, like Colin Moriarty has like 120 something platinums. So he's a freak of nature. Like that's, that's, a, a, that's definitely a, a different type of person. I don't have the patience nor desire to do any of that uh, or the stress. I don't want that stress. And I did platinum Bloodborne, but I platinumed it just to see if I could do it. And then, well, not only, you know, not only did I accomplish that, but I can also brag about it and say, mm-hmm. hey, guess what? I platinum Bloodborne. You did that, ew. Yeah. And then, <laughs> no, I did. I did because I felt like, okay, everyone thinks that this is such a badass game. Well, guess what? Put me in the club now because I did it. Oh, my you know? God. So you you gave in to peer pressure? Yeah, but I also wanted to see if I could do it because I don't like these games. And for someone to think that they're better than me, <laughs> oh my you know, it's just like, okay, really, challenge accepted. And then after I did it, I was like, I don't want to do that again. I don't want to do it again. And then I beat Demon Souls. And I was like, I don't, I don't want, I thought about going for the Platinum because I thought, well, maybe I could just start doing this. And I was like, it's not, I have way too much, to too many things to do mm-hmm. that I can't sit here and just devote all the time just to get that that trophy and you know i guess i like i'm trying to think because i'm like i love you know i've i've loved playing games for the fun of it and i was like i know i i can be competitive but i think i'm more of like a team player where i'm like encouraging for other people but i was like i know there was like overwatch have, you should play it more there had to have been a point where I was really competitive. And I started thinking back when we started playing fighting games. Um, and then I remember at major players, they used to have tournaments. And I was like, oh, I want to join the tournaments. Like, I want to, back then, there were hardly any girls that would play games. And it's like, I wanted to show them, like, no, mm-hmm. like, quit looking down on me because I'm a female and whatever, whatever. Um, and I, I wanted to join it. But then I was like, oh, I don't want to lose. Like, I was competitive then and I started thinking I was oh maybe it was the age thing because now I'm like I have so much to do that it could I just want to play to have fun now it could have been just the adrenaline like seeing everyone like everyone excited to just go in there and and it looks so fun oh dude oh it looks so fun put me in coach yeah yeah um yeah just kidding but uh so a lot of these uh, websites they they gave Elden Ring a hundred so and we totally went off on attention, yeah, didn't we? I was like, so, oh, that's right. A lot of people were also saying uh, there's a bunch of people on Reset Era. They're just like, hey, I'm having performance issues. Oh, yeah. Performance I've, issues. And yep. I linked, uh, I tweeted uh, another article from From Software. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, hey, from, from. We're, we're fixing these bugs. Uh, mm-hmm. We understand this is going on with the mm-hmm. PC version. This is going on on the PlayStation 5 version. Uh, some consoles have you know, possibly just shut off. And then I heard heard people saying the online wasn't working. And my question, yeah, is, uh or or like Digital Foundry, like it doesn't hold a solid 60 frames on, uh, you know, PS5 and Xbox Series X. So my question to you is, is it still 100? Or how many sites, or why would these sites overlook those minor flaws? I'm not saying the game isn't amazing or game of the year or brilliant. Or it's not. You're not saying it is or it isn't. You're just yeah. questioning. But, but how is that a perfect right. game? No, and I, I had that thought too because I, actually I was going to ask you about that um, a, a little later because I had something I was going to cover. Um, 
but did you did you experience any of that? Um, no, I mean I've, okay. I've noticed like when I the frame rate isn't smooth. It isn't okay. isn't like buttery smooth like like Demon Souls. Demon right. Souls felt amazing. Okay, so and I know this is an open world game. So, but look, these ca- caveats. Oh, it's open world. It's not just you know, yeah. You make an excuse for it. So I know there was a patch that came out. Um, do you know what that fixed? No. Okay. Usually, I mean, it'll fix like minor issues. It was on or, Digital Foundry. I didn't uh, really look at it too much. But um, okay, so I, I think that was just for the stutter. Um, but the thing is, I think that when a game comes out and there are broken parts, I guess, if you could say, it's kind of like if you get, if I got my Lego set, right? And I got it and I'm missing pieces or some pieces are cracked or broken. That's or, not a perfect 10 at that point. I'm going to be yeah, pretty upset. Yeah, you order you order uh, chicken tenders and they forget your French fries. <laughs> oh, Tony, remind me of them. Anyway, <laughs> and you have terrible experience with the play. Okay, so, um, but say, even if I call Lego and say, hey, this happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we're going to set up a quote unquote patch. Mm-hmm. So we're going to send you what you need. And so you could complete it. Okay, cool. But I have to wait for that. Yeah. Okay, so waited for it, got it in works now uh this part doesn't really quite fit right okay well let me patch that to i mean send out another you know what i mean so it's still an inconvenience because you kind of were you're rating this outside of the box like as soon as you take it out of the box as soon as you set it up whatever it is um i think that those are are major contributors to perfection yeah and also a lot of these are like oh well when you're trying to review it before it goes out to the masses you don't really know what the online gameplay is going to be like. And that's very true. You know, and they're just very reviewing true. it. and then, So, I don't know. I mean, I just, just food for thought, guys. Okay. I'm not saying this game is terrible. I'm not saying it's bad. It's, it's probably the best Miyazaki game, and it'll win game of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably game of the decade. That, yeah. But to give it a perfect 100, it's almost cult-like, you know. To oh, like, definitely. I d- really don't think that the numbers should be there because if you're experiencing issues, and we've had games that we got before launch and they worked differently uh, than when everybody else was on it and got it, the servers get, you know, overwhelmed. And so I think having a section of, you know, what what uh, could have been done differently or what maybe kind of stood out to you, pros and cons, I think is the best way to go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just that was just it. I just wanted yeah. to just uh, maybe everyone that's giving it a hundred, give them the stink eye. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what are you buying? What are you selling? What are you playing? What are you playing, Ton? <laughs> oh, you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's gonna hit two years. I know. It's because. <laughs> I still need to tear down my library. I still need to. But you know what? I haven't really been investing a lot of time into it. <laughs> I really have it. I've just been jumping on doing the dailies and jumping off, to be quite honest. Actually, I think there's a festival going on today. Um, but, but I did play. I did get the Pokemon Go. The um, Go Fest Pass? Yeah. What is it? Johto? Um, I don't even know what region it is. I'm really bad with regions since yeah. I'm not huge a huge pokemon uh player or yeah. a long long time pokemon player um but 
as far as uh, I think the ticket was like 11 or $13, right? Let's see. From the shinies that I got for yesterday's event, I got a total of one, two, three, four, five, six. That's it? Six. One of them I've already had, which is a Sneasel. Oh, no, two of them, a Gyarados. So the only new ones I got was a Hakalugia, a Girafferig. Oh, that was a cute one. Yes, it is. A Raikou and a Remoraid. Um, But I was kind of disappointed because they had the silver and gold passes and you get to pick one. Um, So Zion's all, well, I'll do the gold one. And I was like, okay, fine. That one has like all the ones I want, but I'll do silver and then we can trade. But this event was a little different. I know I kind of did put it down to make like food like all day long. But during the time I played, like I, I thought I'd get another mill tank so I can give it to, to you guys. I'd get a couple of them, give them to you guys since I already have one. Like I really thought I would get a lot more. And they even said it on the site saying or on the app saying like, well, if you get one region or what like silver, have your friend get gold and you can trade. And I didn't get any extras to trade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of... That's unfortunate. I did not partake in this event because last time I did it, I felt groggy being on there. Because you're like, I paid for this pass. I might as well, Mm -hmm. you know, play it and get my money's worth. Right. But the whole entire day, I was just catching Pokemon. And and after that, I didn't want to play Pokemon. And For a long time. To be honest, maybe that's what burnt me out. I think it was. It definitely was that that burnt you out. and Because it burnt me out for a while, too. And then I think we had some more events that come along, and then I'd jump back on. And then um, I think, was it the Valentine's one where you had to collect, like, I don't know how many Pokemon. I was like, well, you know what? I need to level up, so... I want to say 400, but I could be exaggerating. Mm. Maybe it was 100. I don't know. But it kind of got me back into it. And then I even got my Pokeball Plus, which I hadn't even turned that thing on in a long time. I remember time. that. You're like, how do you sync this? I'm like, <laughs> I hmm, forgot. How do you do this thing? <laughs> it was so long since I'd used it. So um, I don't like using it for a community t- day kind of thing because I feel like I miss the shinies that way or I miss, mm. like a lot of them run away from me. Um, but... I kind of kept playing. I almost didn't get this pass, but Zion was going to get it. And I was like, I'm going to get it with him. Mm -hmm. But it just, I feel like this one, I got a lot less shinies than any other of any other event. Hmm. I don't know. And you know, what's crazy too, is that usually your incense on community day lasts like a few hours. Yeah. During this event, it only lasted one hour. Clever. And I thought, oh, is it because these are the people who pay for it? So you're like, okay, it's going to run out. You are the kind that pays for the event. So mm-hmm. we're going to punish you. You can buy more. But yeah. they did have like little, um, not events, Challenges. but little missions. Yeah. And you can get more incense. So that helped out a lot. But I know I used a ton of my points. I had a ton of points racked up. Yeah. And I think now I'm down to 300. Because I was buying all these raid passes because I have a shiny hair across and I wanted to get you guys one too because that's just, that's like my favorite shiny right now. That and yeah, the... Yeah, um, because it's so rare. It's stupid it? rare. Yeah, the Obstagoon. What is it? Obstagoon, the... um I don't know what region. I'd be lying if I said Alolan, but the red, white, and blue one. Um, oh, so yeah, Zigzagoon. 
Yeah, well, the the his evolution looks awesome. The oh, Obstagoon. Yeah. yeah um, so those are my two favorite right now. And I thought, well, if I could get you guys hair across, so I was using all my raid passes for that to try and get you guys one or try and get a curl, Corolla, Corolla, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I only just got a couple that I didn't have and a lot of time was spent. <laughs> Will I get the next one? Probably. It depends. If it's in a different region, I'll probably get it. Yeah. But I already had all those and I was like, you know what? Yeah. I still kind of play it. And during that event... I picked up a shiny Whalmer. You got more than one shiny. And a shiny Pinnaco. Pinnaco, and Mm -hmm. you got another one. And a a Ho-Oh. Yeah. But you didn't get the Whalmer during this event. You got it like the day before it started. I still count it. (laughs) So the fact that you got two shinies. Yep. For free. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, what? I mean, I'm glad you got them. But I was like, wait a second. Yep. How is this fair? (laughs) Yeah. You know, they love me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, all right, what I've been playing. Uh, I mean, what have you been playing, Gusto? Yeah. <laughs> I always just introduce myself. Um, I played, first I played some Overwatch. I love that game. It's so good. It's just great. It's great to play For with two my. two years? Just kidding. Uh, but <laughs> just I played, kidding. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I I play with with the squad. It's always, it's so much fun, you know, when I'm playing and Sin jumps in. I'm like, hey, what's up, Sin? And next thing you know, Butter jumps in, and everyone jumps in. And I'm just like, it's the clan. It's the Wu-Tang clan. And it, it's it's just so much fun. It's fun. And then we'll be playing. And I play with friends that are uh, also in the UK and in Germany. So when, when I play, it's usually around 8 or 9 o'clock of Central Time. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, it's like 5 in the morning, and Raina pops on. He's like, Hey, Gusto, can That's I join? So I'm like, Rena, go to bed. She's like, I can't sleep. Can I join? I'm like, you're not going to be able to sleep for sure, right? So yeah. she'll jump in. Then I don't know where Toast will jump on. And he's like, I'm like, dude, go to bed, dude. Like, am I, am I going to have to call your parents and tell them like, hey, your son is up playing Overwatch. <laughs> so we have this this great. Sin, Sin too, he's what, Poland? from Poland? No, he lives in the UK with, with uh, Toast from also. Poland? That's Zemzem. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But Zemzem's different. He's nocturnal. <laughs> so Zemzem, he wakes up like like at four in the morning. He goes, time to play. <laughs> wow. And then during the day he sleeps, uh, he's on a different uh, path there. But uh, yeah, so I played Overwatch. It's so much fun. And then I didn't touch Horizon. I, I really want to because I really love that game. I love it. It's, it is totally my jam. Um, I played the Destiny uh, Witch Queen. Um, dude, that is, it's good. It's, that story is wicked good. Like, props to them. As I'm playing it, I'm like, man, good, wicked, wicked smart. Um, as I'm playing it, I'm like, man, the Destiny community really is a special community because they all started together, like, you don't want to say a family, and they've evolved to Destiny 2, through all these expansions and just kind of like learning this massive game and understanding everything. And a lot of these guys like Bench, they know the lore. They're all into the lore. So they're kind of explained to me like what's going on and Sabathun and, you know, Saint-14, Ikora. They're telling me all these characters. Now I'm seeing them and I'm like, wow. And I'm playing it. And Bench is like, you want to beat it? And I was like, let's do it. So we went on. We started the white, uh, the white, the white witch, the witch queen, and we're going through the entire thing. And the story is just so bonkers. It, it handles great. Uh, the guns are amazing. 
Um, they also, they kind of wiped our light level, so we're starting over again. Um, and as I'm playing, it's it's fun because Leo will jump in. And Leo jumps in, and he's just like, hey, where you at? And I'm like, where you at? And, and then Benj, you know, he's like kind of telling us mm-hmm. what to do. And they're all giving pointers. So it, it's like this giant community that just loves it. And yesterday, as I was playing it, I was like, I don't know if I want to finish it right now because, you know, I want to go out and just kind of spend some time in, in the house and stuff. And uh, Leo was like. <laughs> spend some time in the house. <laughs> Leo goes, come on, dude. You got to do it. It's getting, name. it's getting like the stories there. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, Leo, let's, let's just, I'll go ahead and do it. So I jumped on. Is it Leo just, Laporte that you're playing with? No. Okay. Leo Laporte's a great guy. That'd be, so. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. So I'm playing with Leo and I'm, I'm actually playing and Leo's like watching, talking to me and, uh, it was just so great. And then we kept dying. The, that white witch, he's like, okay, she's tough. And I was like, dude, she is tough. Um, but I'm at the last part of the game of the uh it's an expansion i thought it was like a whole new game and it it's it's pretty damn awesome that game it's so dense um if you're into destiny you have it if you're not into destiny there is so much to do in that game like you could just get that one game and just play all day long doing all sorts of stuff it's it's great i'm enjoying that and then uh i played some elden ring <sighs> so we bought a copy for our son. He's really good at these games. Um, he was smashing through bosses, right? And um, I started it, and I knew what I was getting into. So the stress was already starting. As I picked up the game, I'm not good at these games, but I can beat them, right? And um, I started I started off, and I was like, oh, crap, what do you do? Do you jump? Do you not jump? It's it's a very unique, it's a special game, just like all these games. It's it, I don't know how or why this cult following happened, but it did. And it didn't happen for Demon Souls. Like, everyone overlooked Demon Souls. I bought it. Bagel Man was like, Gus, so you got to get this game. Mm-hmm. I got it. And I was like, what the hell is this, dude? <laughs> and he's just trolling me, right? Because it's hard. And it didn't blow up. That game was nothing. And then Dark Souls came out, and then the world jumped all over it. It was weird. I don't know why it didn't take off uh, for Sony, and it took off when it was on Xbox and PlayStation. But um, so I started it up, and there's really you kind of have to figure things out in this game, and you guys, you guys know this. So I'm walking around trying not to die. I didn't die. I found a dungeon. I went into the dungeon. I died a couple times, <laughs> but I got my souls back. So I haven't lost my souls. Uh, but you always have to be on your toes in this game because when you enter a room, you don't just enter the room and go, cool, what are we going to do? You kind of peek into the room. And you go, I know something's going to oh, kill gosh. me. I already know something's going to kill me. And sure enough, something jumps down and tries to kill you. Yeah, I heard Benji streaming it, and <laughs> I heard those exact events when you would go in there. Whoa, I didn't know yeah. that was going to be in there. And Yeah, you're like, oh, wow, the fire just kills you automatically? Yes, yes, it, it, it kills you. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and um, I fought a boss, and I died. I died like, I don't know, maybe 15 times. Was that yesterday morning? Yeah, yesterday yeah. morning. I was okay. just, I was like, well, this is the start. I have to figure out the pattern. And you have this slight window of opportunity where when you do it, you don't get hit. But if you don't 
you know, if you miss that window, you're almost dead or dead. Mm-hmm. And you have to regroup. And when you're regrouping, even at that is like survival. Um, but the game is, it's a game. It's one of those games. If you yeah. love Bloodborne, the Dark Souls, this is probably the game to get. Um, you can sneak now, which is, which is my jam. I'll just crawl and I will sneak. What would you say the past tense of sneak is? <laughs> I snuck. You don't remember? Uh, Conan, you went to Harvard and you should know that snuck isn't a word. <laughs> yeah. He was in the dictionary. <laughs> that was great. Oh, it's so good. Uh, but you can sneak now and this that's great. <laughs> Because I hide, I hide wherever I can. God, or I would too. I'll creep behind them and I give them that crazy, the old one too. No boxes or crates to get under? I'm no. And there's nothing ever in the crates or boxes. It sucks. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is open world now. Um, the world is, is the world. It's very, it's very beautiful, the open world. Like mm-hmm. it felt like Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory when you exit you know, the cave that you're in and you see it. And I was like, oh, this is how Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory was when the kids first saw yeah. the factory there. That's how it felt. You do have a horse now. So that's kind of cool to have a, cor- a horse. Although it's a it's like a Chatland pony. Because <laughs> I look at everyone else and I'm like, hey, that's a big dude. And he's got a big horse. It's like Lord Farquaad. Yeah. I was like, my horse is tiny. <laughs> You're like looking up at everybody. <laughs> yeah. So it, it this is the first game that is open world. It handles just like the old games where you're like, okay, I know what to do. Roll, run, roll, swing, roll. <laughs> so it's that. And uh, I started my class as a confessor. So I have a cloak. I have a sword. And I have a shield. Uh, bench that has magic. And I was like, man, maybe I should have got magic. See, that's what drives me crazy is when I'm like, don't make me pick something because I know the whole time in the back of my head, I'm like, did I do the right thing? Did I pick the right one? Well, I hate that. The crazies <laughs> play it with several characters because you get so good at it. And, yeah. And memorize. Yeah, but that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time for that. I couldn't figure out how to fast travel. So that was driving me nuts. And I was like, okay, that's kind of a bummer. I can't fast travel. Oh, I thought there wasn't fast travel. I thought Benji was saying that. That's Yeah, we couldn't figure it out. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. And then finally... He's like, oh, you can. You have to go to the map. And I was like, oh, well, that's, well, that's great. usually, with the games I played, fast travel is usually done through the map. On the other games, you could just go somewhere and then kind of travel oh, okay. back. Gotcha. Now you um, go to that, that point. Yeah. I, I was also thinking about um, not, not, not the fractured butthole, the other one. Stick of Truth? Yeah, I was trying to think of the fast travel. <laughs> Stick of Truth. I couldn't remember. <laughs> But um, it's, look, uh, everyone's going to have this game. This is the game to have. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to be part of the conversation, you got to pick it up. Um, if you've never played one of these games before, Good this luck. is the perfect one <laughs> to get started on. This is the one to get started on. Good luck. Uh, but you are, it's very unforgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, this is mm-hmm. going to test your patience. If you throw controllers or kick things, you probably should stay away from it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's good. I like it. I think it's it's one of those games. One of those games. But that's that's all I've been playing. I think, right? Yeah, I think that's it. All right, Ton, here we go. February twenty seventh, episode seventy. 
We got some news. We got some news. I'll start things off here. Uh, I didn't know about this, Ton. Maybe, maybe you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet announced for Switch. Have you heard of that? I thought I heard of Scarlet, but I don't remember Violet. So no, you got me there. Uh, so they were just announced. Both titles are coming to Switch in late 2022. So is this like a, one of those Sun and Moon ones where it's like, yeah, it's the same game, but just... Um, they usually are, um, but just a different... Um, what do you call them? Uh, regions or... No, the main thing. Oh, like the... Oh, like the uh, Lugia. Yeah, I like can't think Entei. of what they're called right now. Yeah. Uh, legendaries. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so the Jeez. Pokemon Company revealed the news during the end of today, or I guess it was yesterday's Pokemon Presents presentation, because Zion was like, it's Pokemon Day. And I was like, what? Is that a day or a weekend? Or So they're brand new. It's yeah. a brand new, so Scarlet was never even around then. Okay. Ooh. Okay, don't worry about the starters. Hold on. Uh, so a trailer showed the new uh, setting, but seemed to showcase the type of gameplay We've seen from Pokemon Legends Arceus mm-hmm. with a full 3D perspective. So I guess they're loving that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wouldn't know if it gotten that far. <laughs> so they did not. Uh, they showed they didn't give the names of the starters, but they kind of showed what the designs look like. And of course, every time they show them, we pick them. We're like, OK, I'm going to go ahead. Who would you go with? Middle one. What is that? Um, it looks like a kind of a like an alligator. Kind of like a hippopotamus, but like a dinosaur almost, because he's got little nubs for hands and two big legs, like a tr- like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh, I didn't even see his little hands. Yeah, and he's okay. got a mouth like a dinosaur, kind of, but cute with one big tooth. Okay. And then there's a cat, like a green cat, which looks like a what's that one? Leafeon. Um, no, I thought more of that the gray cat. Per ugly. Yeah. No, or the little one, the little, the little cute one. But that's what it looks like. And then the other one's a duck with like a, like beret. a Fonzie, like a Fonzie oh, haircut. I would think it was like a green beret. <laughs> <laughs> so who do you think I'd pick? The middle one. No, the cat. Yeah. Oh wow, it's just a green cat. But although that middle one is cute, though. Yeah, he looks like a hungry. I don't hungry know. Jeez, I don't know who I'd out of those two. But I don't like the duck. But I like to look at the evolutions before I fully pick one because I know that the oh, final yeah. evolution is the one that it's going to be my 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 homie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then also uh, Pokemon Go Alola update coming March 1st. That's why I thought we were seeing, because Ton and I were seeing these Alolan executors in the house this morning. She texts me like when we wake up and I start getting <laughs> the coffee ready, she's like, Pokemon! <laughs> she said <laughs> All these alone. Put yourself in the gym. Yeah, she yeah. Goes, put yourself in the gym because we live where there's a gym, and um, so she's sending me these Alolans, and we don't, we both don't have an Alolan executor, a shiny. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, shiny ones because those are cool looking. Mm-hmm. So there was like five in the house, and I grabbed all five. Nothing. <laughs> Ton checked them. Nothing. I grabbed them for Zion. Nothing. And then they kept popping up until the podcast started. They all just kind of vanished. Mm-hmm. But uh, so the Pokemon company announced that some new Alolan Pokemon yeah. will be appearing in the, the uh, I guess, Pokemon Go yep. starting March 1st. So that's exciting. There's a That gives you a reason to kind of turn it back on and catch some more Pokemon. Speaking of which, there is a Heracross next door. So if you want a shiny, I would definitely check it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did see that notification come up this morning as well, uh, saying that 
that you're going to see more lowland, but I thought that was going to start today, but I don't see any around, so. Nope, not shiny. Bye-bye, executor. Hopefully March 1st I'll get you. Yeah. Hope you find your dad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can go with this news here. Sure. Okay, so House of the Dead remake has officially been rated for Stadia. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Uh, so it seems like the long-running rumor could perhaps become to fruition. Uh, back in September 2019, I guess this uh, website's called like Stadia Forever or Stadia. Hold on, let me get the let me give them let me give them some street cred. Stadia Source. Uh, so they were talking about it, and uh, it looked like House of the Dead remake was being made for Stadia, which people were probably like, Stadia, yeah, right, because uh, that that game is still kind of cool. Okay, if that's the case, mm-hmm. I would really love Valve to kind of, or, or a game for Steam to come out for Typing of the Dead. That I would know. make me very, very happy. I, well, you can find that. You can actually find it, and people update the, the words and stuff. Oh, do they really? Yeah. What? So this was you followed. You told me this? <laughs> it's actually kind of old. <laughs> I never knew. Um, this was followed in 2021 by another report that the game was set to launch uh, that very year. However, it did not. So Stadia Source also reached out to uh, games PR contacts on several occasions, but received no indication or confirmation mm. that the game was indeed coming to Stadia. However, today, a new rating for House of the Dead remake has appeared in ESRB, mm. and it's for Stadia. Mm. So that's kind of weird, but kind of cool. But just like you said, the first thing I thought was, oh, I'd, I'd love to have Typing of the Dead. <laughs> Give us a new one, yeah. updated graphics. And then I thought, oh, I want Overkill. Overkill yeah. was so good. It came out on the Wii. Uh, and I really, I mean, I guess those games, you play them once and they're done. But I still have, uh, you know, fondness for Fond memories. light zappers, mm-hmm. light zapper games like Time Crisis. I bought that for the PS3. It had a little pedal. Oh, no, it didn't have a pedal. It had a button, I think, on the gun. And you pushed it. And the guy would crouch down. Oh, I remember that. Remember? Yeah, Time Crisis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. I, I remember, remember. Wasn't it an arcade game and yes. they made it into, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I remember that because it didn't translate as well as I wanted it to. Because, yeah, yeah, the pedal mm-hmm. on the arcade. Yeah, 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 and yeah, you, yeah. It had like a wooden shelf, so you kind of like. Yeah, <laughs> kinda oh my tuck. gosh. I remember, remember that story. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, okay, so I'll go ahead and go with one here. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Okay. We've been talking about Steam Decks uh, made their first wave of deliveries mm-hmm. and made their way into a select, you know, few homes here. But Gabe Newell has talked about having PC games pass on Valve's uh, new handheld device. So in recent interview with PC Gamer, Newell has shared that he is more than happy to help Microsoft integrate their PC Game Pass subscription service with Steam. Subscribers would be able to download their games directly through Steam Storefront. And when asked about Valve establishing their own game subscription service for the device, he he said he didn't think it was something that um, they think they need to do themselves. And since it's clearly a popular option for Microsoft customers, Valve is happy to help. Um, he did say that they've talked to Microsoft quite a bit about the topic. And it, this is his quote. He said, if your customers want it, then you should figure out how to make it happen. And that's where we're at. Oh, this is genius. I just thought of this. You know why he would want it to work on Steam yes. OS for the Steam Deck? Because right now you'd have to, 
you'd have to uh, load sideload Windows. So in order for you to get uh, Game Pass to work on the Steam Deck, you have to download Windows uh, so that you can get Game Pass to run on your Steam Deck. But if he can get it to work off Steam, it'll circumvent you having to get the Windows OS onto the Steam Deck. Oh, I see what you're saying. So it's like, oh, so he's like, hey, uh, <clears throat> Microsoft, why don't we put it in our Steam store? Waka yeah. waka. That would, be, <laughs> that would be genius. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it's a win-win, though, because um, it, it's genius on their part to bring yeah. it in. Like, yeah, you can make your own service to bring their their clientele mm-hmm. over, you know? Dude, that would be crazy. That, yeah. That's not death to the, to the Nintendo Switch, but that would be devastating to sit there and say, you know what? You can buy uh, a Steam Deck for three ninety nine, and it'll run the games, Microsoft Games Pass, through it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, this is pretty good, man. I mean, I think Nintendo fans are always going to be Nintendo fans. And if you're a Nintendo fan and you like, you know, gaming in general, you're going to have both. But I, I think that there would be some type of uh, cutscene, cutscene, uh, <laughs> a cut scene in the sales. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, okay, here's here's a fun one. I never pre-order games from... I don't, I don't like to pre-order games to be shipped to me. Yeah, right. Because you can wake up in the morning. Right. Or sometimes Best Buy, you can actually go like at 9 or 10 o'clock mm-hmm. the previous day or GameStop and buy it to play it that same night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the lucky people that order their games from Amazon, it looks like Amazon's delivering copies of Gran Turismo 7 a week early. Oh, so wow. some incredibly lucky gamers in the U.S. are reporting that Amazon already is shipping out Gran Turismo 7. So this is definitely a mistake. <laughs> and in one or more case, a player has already received their copy. Officially, Gran Turismo, Gran, Turismo. <laughs> Gran Turismo 7 is due to launch on Friday, March 4th. So that's like this next Friday, I think. Uh, with digital edition buyers currently able to preload it, you can preload it and have it ready that same night. Um, so, but it showed some guy on Twitter, and it showed him uh, with a copy of Gran Turismo, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? You know how cool that is? Yeah. So you could just play it right now and be like, "Hey, guess what? I got it." It's unfortunate that it was an accident, though, because it would be nice if you're going to order something, then you you would want to get it on launch day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it used to be that when when we first started kind of ordered games online. And then they're like, no, we ship it out on launch day. Yeah, I hate that. And I was like, wait a minute, but they used to have it delivered on launch day. Mm-hmm. Like, why they change that? So Yeah, it's like a hit or miss. That's why I, I don't like mm-hmm. doing that. But someone received it on February the 26th. It wow. doesn't come out till March 4th. That's, That's pretty crazy. damn cool. <laughs> um. I have another one here. I don't know if you've seen it, Ton. Can you do me a favor? Can you look up uh, Adobe stock Street Fighter Six logo? <laughs> so people were very upset. I think I saw this, though. Yeah, it, it happened during this week, but I still thought I'd cover it because it was kind of funny. So the new Street Fighter yeah. Six logo was announced, and uh, someone goes, hey, Hey, guys, take a look at uh, Adobe stock photos. There's an $80 stock photo that looks like 
it says it looks like the Street Fighter Six logo. It looks like mm-hmm. the only thing Capcom did. Do you have it there? Mm-hmm. Like they just slapped a six on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. It looks. It, it looks very generic. Yeah, yeah. So that was. It seemed very just lazy, but this isn't the first time what that. I mean, they did add some like around it, like like I don't know what to call that. Maybe the graphics guy has had a rough night. And he's just like, there you go, guys. And they're Some like, this splatter. is amazing. But this isn't the first time this has happened. Uh, I don't know if you guys recall uh, Resident Evil Revelations. Yeah. It was a 3DS. Points. 3DS game and it had, a, had a huge typo on there. I We actually owned it, and I just got rid of it. Uh, or the the infamous Akami Wii Box. That had the IGN watermark on the bottom <laughs> right hand corner. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> we had that. We also. had that too. <laughs> uh, or they that's had, hilarious. Yeah, they had mistyped uh, Capcom. They put Capsi Palm. I don't. I remember you, you talked about that, but I don't remember seeing it. Yeah, and then also on they had released some copies of Zora's Wrath, and they had mistyped challenges. They put like C H A N L L E G E N G E S. Read it. Ch- Chalengus. Chalengus. <laughs> <laughs> they did. That was on a PAL version, oh but they fixed gosh. the retail versions. But these guys are known to just, I don't know if they're just like lazy or if they're like, eh. In Japan, they'll never figure this out. And then it comes here. And then we're like, dude, what the hell is this? I kind of like having the ones with the typos. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why we would collect them because. Yep. You know, I was like, this is kind of like a time capsule. It's like, no, I don't want that one. That one's spelled right. I want the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I was like, I want the one with the watermark. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, let, me, let me go again. Uh, Xbox is bringing back the ability to live stream from the dashboard. This is new to me, Ton. So they're saying um, the share capture button removal back in 2017. I, I haven't. I haven't. It's because you I don't really streamed. play on Xbox. Yeah, and I haven't streamed anything on the Xbox in. I remember I checked that that function out, and I was like, "This is kind of cool," but it said Microsoft is um, reintegrating the ability to live stream on Twitch from Xbox consoles. This could have been because they were doing the whole mixer thing. Do you remember mm, that? Yeah, and then I do. Remember. Mixer went out, but I thought you could always stream from Twitch. Maybe this is a new feature because it says. Uh, as this is an updated version of the feature, users can now adjust the game volume, the Microsoft volume, I'm sorry, <laughs> microphone. <laughs> microphone volume, the resolution and bit rate, and overlay, which is kind of cool because yeah. for those that want, everyone wants to stream, but not everyone has the ability to because mm-hmm. they don't have a capture card or um, they don't have a computer. So this allows them to tweak all that stuff, which is great. And uh, you can connect now like a headset and a webcom. Web <laughs> web that's com. how I am every week. What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> so that's really cool that Microsoft allows you to do that. Yeah. And then you can change all those, you know, the bitrate resolution, mm-hmm. which is which is great for kids that want to, yeah. you know, stream or for those that enjoy watching that content. So that's cool. I didn't I know it was too. even completely gone or however that worked. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. So I do have one uh, from Software's... Uh, I, I know how to say it, Miyazaki. but every time I'm going to say it out loud, it's a whole different thing. You know, yeah. Hidetaka Miyazaki says that uh, struggle is part of the studio's identity. And he's right because, you know, the franchise or the games that they release, it's just 
they're just way out there. You guys are constantly screaming. Well, you guys, you have been screaming bloody murder, murder, <laughs> literally. And um, so Miyazaki told New Yorker that the studio always is always looking to improve, but hardship is what gives meaning to the experience, and they are not willing to abandon that because it is their identity. It is. Yep. He said that he understands that some may find that there's uh, just too much to overcome, and he says that he has never really been a very skilled player. So you were kind of talking about this earlier and I was thinking about um, what he said as well. And he's like, I've never, I've never been a skilled player. I die a lot. So in my work, I want to answer the question. If death is to be more than a mark of failure, how do I give, give it meaning? How do I make death enjoyable? Is he a serial killer? Well, No, (laughs) it sounds crazy, but he says, I do feel apologetic towards everyone who feels there's just too much to overcome in my games. I just want as many players as possible to experience the joy that comes from overcoming hardship. Mm. And it's true. Um, when, When you're so frustrated, when you're so upset and you're just angry, you keep dying and everything, and then you beat it, there's that, 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 that overcoming yeah, oh, yeah, that, yeah, that like, accomplishment. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. So, um, but when he's talking about overcoming hardship, maybe he was also addressing the stuttering issues and performance problems. I can't, I'm kidding. Well, I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't address that. <laughs> Do you know how everyone is always like, when there's like violence, they're like, oh, video games, video games. It's yeah. because of Grand Theft Auto. Do you think that maybe if Ted Bundy, Richard Ramirez, Charles Manson, maybe if they had Bloodborne or... Uh, one of these games, An maybe outlet. they wouldn't become, yeah, <laughs> serial killers. Because they're just like, ah! No, that's not, just kidding. Scratch that. That's cool, Tom. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know, that that's actually something, it sounds crazy. Mm. And, and I know when you say things, you're like, okay, it sounded better in my head kind of thing. <laughs> But I mean, my thoughts are coming out. My thoughts are coming out. (laughs) I mean, not like an outlet as far as have something like crazy gross, but I wonder if there's something that's more therapeutic. I don't know. I don't know know either. I I, I know kind of where you're going and it came out kind of crazy, (laughs) but I I wonder, I wonder if there's something. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, but guys, violence is not good. No. Yeah, no. Just don't listen to Gusto. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it is official. Nintendo has withdrawn Super Smash Brothers from Evo 2022. Why? Because they're Nintendo, dude. They did Nin- that last year, didn't they? Nintendo's like, what can we do to no. upset the kids? The year before last year, right? Yeah, off and on. Like, no, it's going to be banned. Okay, if, if you play it, we are going to do a cease and assist or whatever. And it's like, it's like I don't know if they're Jeez. just sitting there going... You know what? My kids really pissed me off today. Take it away from Evo. <laughs> I don't know what. Holy man. Yeah, it's so weird. So uh, let's see. So you guys know that Sony Interactive Entertainment and esports business RTS jointly acquired the fighting game tournament Evo. Uh, Nintendo at the time said it would continue to uh, to do Evo as planned for the future. Um, so they were like, we're going to still do Super Smash Brothers. And it seems a decision has now been made. According to the announcement from the team at Evo, Nintendo has decided to withdraw Super Smash Brothers from the event. 
That's terrible. That's so terrible. It's been in the tournament since 2007. I can't even fathom why Nintendo would say, nope, you know, get it out of there. Like, why? What, what, what good could come out of it? Only good com- could come out of it being there. Yeah. It'll continue to grow, and maybe people that don't play Smash are, like, playing, like, Mortal Kombat or uh, Street Fighter or King of Fighters are like, hey, this seems cool. People are really into it. Let, let me give it a shot. I have no idea what their reasoning is, and I'm sure they've given it before, maybe, and I don't remember, but maybe because... Remember they had that event um, at E3 one year? And it was a whole Smash Brothers event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I mean, then run your own events then. But you don't. So why take it out? Like, I, I can't understand. Yeah, me neither. Because even even just an event for Smash Brothers wouldn't make sense. Like, get the fighting game, the FGC right. together. Yes. And do Tekken and Smash and, you know, King of Fighters mm-hmm. and just everything. And just... I agree, but we know Nintendo, and Nintendo wants to do their own thing all the time, so I'm like, okay, fine, then do your own thing, but you're not doing it, so I don't get it. I don't get it. They're just so weird. Unfortunate. Hopefully, they'll change their mind. Maybe it's just a PR stunt. I doubt it. No, because they've taken it out, and they don't put it back in. Well, it's been there since 2007, so. No, they took it out a couple years ago, I thought, or was it a different event? I don't know, but. I think it was a different event. But it's, it's been there, so uh, hopefully let's cross our fingers. Uh, one other thing that I did figure out, or I heard, that kind of upset me. Like I asked uh, Lupak right now. I had asked him if he had picked up, let's see. I asked him because we all picked up Horizon. I said, hey, did you get it on PS4 or PS5? Because you, you can buy Horizon on PS5 for $69.99 or buy it on PS4 for $59.99. Mm-hmm. Now, if you buy it for $59.99 for PS4, you get a free PS5 upgrade. But if uh, you buy it for PS5, <laughs> you don't get an upgrade or a downgrade. Yeah, buy it for PS4 so you can play it on your, your PS4s too. Yeah, well, Lupak was like, I, I bought it on PS5, so I was like, he paid $10 more. It only got one version, where if you buy it on PS4... What did you do? I buy physical copy, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm right. I'm physical, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that was just a quick one where I'm like, man, shame on... Shame on Shani. Same shame on... It's a shisha, shisha, and a shisha. That's a tongue twister. Shame on Sony. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I have a last quick one that I really wanted to share with you, Gusto. I know that, you know, here at the Introverts Supercast, we kind of like to talk a lot about, you know, or have our roundtable discussions, you know, kind of around the whole idea of having an identity for companies. Yep. Um. Usually it's kind of like with a different skin on, on the topic, but it's usually it comes back to the same thing. <laughs> so I did want to let you know that Bill Spencer was a recipient of the AIAS Lifetime Achievement Award. He was honored during 2022's DICE Award ceremony that took place in Las Vegas on Thursday, February 25th. Are you just telling, are you telling me this just so I can make a, a little picture of him and put, <laughs> up on, put it up on the wall? No, no. I mean, if you really want to, but 
I don't know. I just had to share that with you because obviously somebody thinks so. But then again, I think things are rigged. So <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> good on him. Mm-hmm. He's he's the, the positivity from Microsoft. Mm-hmm. He's only been doing just fantastic things, like nonstop. All the things that are happening that are positive. Right. He's been. He's been yeah. there, you know, reigning there. So good for him. Um, I hope they just continue to do. I hope he brings Game Pass to Steam. And <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, and you know, like, so Gio posted a, a picture, Gio Corsi, of him and Shu. And I was mm-hmm. like, God, I miss those days. I miss them I so much. If, but. if he brings Game Pass to Steam, then I'll put a picture of of him then, then he's worthy of wall. your <laughs> he's worthy of your uh mount rushmore affection just kidding mount gusmore oh gosh <laughs> uh so for those of you here my precious ones so here's when you'll be getting your steam deck email according to the steam's website uh all the people who ordered our i guess first quarter reservation window on the Steam Deck store page, I guess they're saying, let's see, you'll get your email by the end of March. Oh. So first quarter reservations will get it by the end of March. So Yuck. First quarter, first or January through March. So I guess we're going to wait a bit. Dang. So it says the first batch of emails has already gone out this morning. That was on the 25th Friday. It continues uh, let's see here. Next batch of emails will go out Monday, March 7th. So I didn't get the first batch. So hopefully Monday, March 7th, I'll get an email <laughs> with more being sent out Mondays through the rest of March 14th, uh, 21st, and the remainder on the 28th on your birthday, Ton. Yep, yep, yep. After that, they'll move on to those in the second quarter reservations. So um, first quarter reservation, please. Second quarter uh, window in April and continue in similar fashions. So this is what the Steam store is saying. So, and then it's just, I want my Overwatch to run because I want to play Overwatch while I rate my poo. And, oh my uh, I want to play <laughs> Destiny on there as well. Um, so let's just come on, guys. If we all just put it out there in the ethos, maybe we'll get it this month. Maybe they'll find um, Gabe Newell. If there's anyone that could fix the shortage to these semiconductors, it would be Gabe Newell. <laughs> uh, Sir Gaben. Um, okay, guys. Uh, last one here. So the Dice Awards. Tom was talking about the Dice Awards. A 2022 winner list. I think that uh, Ratchet & Clank picked up five awards. Oh, good. Good on them. Game of the Year awards go to Deathloop. I still haven't really played that. <laughs> Inscription. Uh, that might be the indie game by one of those guys from, I don't know. It Takes Two, fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Ratchet and Clank, fantastic game. Returnal, that was weird. But, hey, good on them. Uh, let's see. Animation. Kenna, Ratchet and Clank, Resident Evil Village, Deathloop, Call of Duty Vanguard. Good on them, I guess. Let's see. Art direction, art character. Let me find a good one. Original music, composition, Deathloop. It takes two, Kenna, Psychonauts 2, and Returnal. That's weird, but I thought there'd be other games on that, but mm-hmm. oh well. 
Let's see. Achievement in story. Before Your Eyes, Inscription, Guardians of the Galaxy, Psychonauts 2, and The Forgotten City. Uh, Action Game of the Year, Deathloop, Halo Infinite, Metroid Dread, Returnal, and The Ascent. Um, Let me see here. Maybe Fighting Game of the Year, Guilty Gear Strive, uh, Melty Blood, and Nickelodeon All-Stars Battle Royale, or All-Star Brawl. I guess that's it. Yeah, there's a there's a whole list. You guys could look them up. But a lot of games won awards, and that's great because these developers need these accolades so that when they go on to their next teams, they can say, hey, we got a DICE award. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So once again, guys, uh, you can watch me on Twitch, Gusto underscore UFO. You can follow us on Twitter and all those all the social medias. You can find us if you look us up. Uh, Ton, any, any last words? Uh, no, uh, just thoughts and prayers on yes. Ukraine. Um, but you did say that, so that's about it. Yeah, so uh, guys, put it out there. Just, uh, just you know, pray. If everyone, uh, I wish they, there was a day, like a national day, where everyone prayed for a couple minutes. I think it'd be nice, you know, for, for peace and love for everyone. But uh, thanks again, you all. Laters. Laters.